Bobby Norman underway. Price is put down. Peter Wallace, charged down by the master of charge downs, Steve Price. It goes to ground. Queensland turned defence into attack. Price is running over the halfway line. He's still going. The net return was only one try. Hoffman's up. Yes, welcome back. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. SCNZ, it is Friday. It's just after 8 o'clock. I hope you're enjoying the show. Uh, just quickly, before we get off to our next guest, he's waiting here, and I'm intimidated as hell. He's a big old beast. But I didn't quite understand when he came in. He said, you're a lot bigger than I thought. I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing, but anyway, we'll get to that in a, in a wee moment's time. Then on the pies. <laughs> Couple of bakery stops along the way. But anyway, clue number three, we're giving away a $100 Adidas Golf voucher up for grabs. Get away with Adidas Golf. Visit adidas.co.nz slash getaway underscore with underscore golf. TNCs apply. Our final clue for our Who Am I? Today, I have the most test tries of any active player in world rugby. Double eight, double three, if you know Got the it. answer. And we'll announce it at the end of the show. But here he is. He's right in front of me, Mr. Steve Price. How are you doing, Pricey? Great to have you, mate. Uh, obviously, you had a, the launch of Celebrity Treasure Island last night. Yeah, mate, over here for the for the launch, which is really good. And obviously, you know, the Warriors are going pretty good at the moment too. So worked out really well, mate. But um, what I was meaning by that is you sort of get to watch you on telly. I didn't really get to meet you too much when I was here. And obviously, you play with some, you know, big guys. It sort of distorts, I suppose. You're actually... I reckon you could actually play in the forwards. <laughs> Pricey. Pricey. I reckon, when I, I was playing, I was 95, dripping wet. I'm 107 <laughs> or 6. You can't introduce him like that and not get away with it, mate. No, I reckon that's... I reckon that's it. He would have been a good lock. Yeah. Mate, I tell you what, he's pretty solid. Yeah. Like, you know, were you two cuddling out there? I thought, jeez, I'll jump in the middle there. They've got a decent front row. There's no cuddling on the field, mate. I was lying on the ground after I missed the tackle. But anyway. Well, that could be a problem in the forwards. <laughs> yeah, I don't like tackling. I don't like hitting any rucks here, Pricey. But that's all right. Give me the ball. Run all day. Yeah. Pricey, look, obviously you've done uh, Celebrity Treasure Island. And uh, were you a little bit like all these... All these uh, films, these TV shows are, are filmed in magical places, warm as hell. You were down in Wanaka. Where am I? How was that? Yeah, so, Who made that call? I don't know. But whoever it was is genius. Cause <laughs> I'm sort of saying it's called Celebrity Treasure Island and we're in Wanaka, but it's the South Island, so it's a big island. But, um, no, it was awesome, mate. Um, beautiful place. And, yeah, again, just getting to see another part of New Zealand that instead of flying over it or driving past it, I actually got to, you know, spend some literal time there with some people that I didn't know either. So I got to meet a whole lot of new people that I hadn't hadn't met before and a lot of them have gone on to big careers since I've left New Zealand. So I didn't really know who who was in the, you know, in the game and yeah, got to meet them and amazing, like Tamaiti and so many other people. Nice men. Yeah. Very nice men. Mate, so so were you Captain Jack Sparrow? Captain Stephen Price? Like you got the captain name all right, but who who were you in the in the uh, in the competition, mate, and how did you go? I was just um, Aussie Steve. Aussie Steve. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just um, yeah. It was it was really interesting just to see, you know, what would happen. But 
um, apparently there was a massive target on me straight away. So oh. I said, what have I done? Who'd you lay, who'd you lay out? <laughs> oh, mate, you're going to have some fun watching. And you've been back in New Zealand, for, you're obviously back, you know, you're walking here and people are going, hey, this is Steve Price legend, you know, you're talking to Brian out there who's a mad league man and stuff like that. What's it been like being back home? It's been really, really good. Um, you know, you sort of get a... I had a great feeling actually coming on the plane as you're coming in over Auckland and you got a lot of memories, you know. So um, then uh, to meet so many familiar faces that you haven't seen for a while because COVID sort of put yeah. a bit of a damper on things and been over here for a long time. And then, um, yeah, to be able to come back, it just it puts a smile on your face just because of the, the time that you had here. And it wasn't just for me, it was for Joe and the kids as well. Yep. We had a great time here, mate, and it's very special. Even when J-Mo comes, comes over for the Diamonds and plays it, schoolmates turn up and they're not necessarily supporting the Diamonds but they're supporting Jamie yeah, yeah. Um, she'll have 20 or so girls that she went she to school with she would have looked good and black mate she had a bit of a run there in the, in the black for a while um, yeah but again mate uh, you know she is who mm. who she is because of, of New Zealand like when we moved over she was 8 my second daughter Casey was 6 and my son Riley was 3 so um a massive part of their life and so special. It was really cool. Mate, it's great to see you back in the country. We'll just tack back just to talk a little bit about the show. Uh, what was the biggest surprise for you when you were filming this, this TV show? And, you know, did you get a lot out of it? I, I did get a lot out of it. Um, I suppose, you know, the challenge is massive. You know, the, it's so diverse in the challenges that you face with and, um, and the food. <laughs> the food, um, it's amazing how you can dress up beans and rice just with very minor things but completely change the taste because there's yeah it gets a bit how you going you did, know, you, did you drop much weight on the, on the over the course of it mate i reckon i could probably stop eating for about three years and i'm still be <laughs> i've got, got a fair bit of excess baggage you know and um i was hoping that i'd come out you know, easy dag's weight, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. So that means, I, yeah, I had a fair bit to go. But um, yeah, you win challenges, and you obviously win um, food, mm. uh, and that's why it's so desperate to win challenges. Well, the challenges. I could ask you. I mean, I know you can't give too much away because the show doesn't start on telly until Monday night on TVNZ Two and TVNZ Plus. You get an eye there, so you be careful here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I know, Emily. Yeah. Uh, but but to, like, I'm looking at the rest of the cast, right? Not too many other sporties in there. The challenges. How physical were they? Did you have an advantage? Well. It, the, the thing is, is all the challenges are so different. Like, it's not just about physicality. It's about, you know, there's puzzles and there's all sorts of different things. So you go into it. How'd you go with the puzzle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm telling you, I need some testing done with this up here. They make you set out for an HIA yeah, for I'm those. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going, yeah, I'm still sort of catching up on the sitting <laughs> out. I, I didn't sit out ever, so I should have. But, um, yeah, and that's what's so great about the show. I, I didn't know too much about it when I got asked and um, when I got asked and you know Bruce he asked me he said I'm not sure if you're keen on this or not but I got asked the question what do you reckon and then I had to talk to me missus and and I just sort of said well why not mm-hmm. um, I went in without really knowing too much about it and I wanted to not blind but I just wanted to experience what it is straight up you know learn a lot out of it and I learned a lot about myself I learned um, you know I got to meet other people and there was so many of the challenges test you in different ways um, without you even realising it. So uh, probably wish I was a bit fitter 
<laughs> I just come from being in the being over doing a twenty six and nine roster for eleven months, sitting behind a desk twelve hours a day. So, you know, a little bit heavy in the in the puku and just um, yeah, needed to um, be a bit fitter because of the stuff that you got to do. It's it's relentless. It's you know every day there's there's something else going on. So you got to be ready for it. Well, you pick your chosen charity. You, you chose Child Cancer Foundation. What, what, what did you choose that uh, charity? Something yeah, mate, when, when I came over to New Zealand, um, I sort of put my hand up, um, shave a lid for a kid. I did that um, pretty much every year I was here. And then we had a night called Steve Price Night of Courage where we also raised funds and also awareness for the foundation. So when I was able to come back and choose a charity, it was a no-brainer for me to, to jump back. And it's so cool to be a part of it and you, just to understand by doing the show exactly where they're situated now and how much they rely on, um, you know, sponsorship and donations and I think $6.2 million they need every year um, yeah. and they don't get any assistance from government. So if that doesn't happen, the families that are going through such a traumatic situation and the children don't get that support, which is much needed. So um, everyone's got an amazing charity and it's so cool with a show like this can, mm. can bring that out so that people get aware of it. Yeah, well done. Well done, Steve. Hey, we just talked a little bit about um, when you picked up the captaincy for the Warriors while I was coaching there, and I said I'll get Steve to tell the story, but just tell him the story, mate, after that that uh, hefty day at Wairua and then getting to that dam and looking over the, the side of that dam, what was going through your mind? Because that was the that was the moment that that captaincy decision, I don't even know if you know this, was made because um, you didn't want to go off the, the front of it, abseiling because you had a fear of heights, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely terrified of heights. Yeah. And what, yeah. And what, what were you thinking? Like, looking at everyone else going over there, and you, you terrified at height, yeah. of heights, what, what was going through your mind? Oh, mate, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you know there's going to be situations, that's why you did it, was because there's going yeah. be, to be times in a game where there's things that you, you, aren't, you aren't thinking you're going to be able to achieve or you're scared of, and particularly being a leader, if you don't do it, then, you know, you, you're not fronting up with what you're talking about. So uh, I can't even remember it, mate. That's obviously how scared I was. <laughs> I seriously can't remember it. And went, and went down went down head first. Yeah. Which was... Um... Not not the way to go down. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw a video with, of that. Without a rope, no. <laughs> Get me through me over. Yeah, no, it was a, a, a good time. Mate, you, you read a little bit about your, your transition... Um, so you went back to Aussie. You you were obviously had a text to come in and said they met you up at Waipu at the Four Square. Um, you've done a bit of building. You're now doing your, your 26 and nine days in the mines. And well, how's it been? How's the how's life been post rugby rugby league, mate? It's I got to say the the best the closest thing I've had that I've enjoyed is probably the supermarket. Yeah, um, I really really enjoyed food stuffs. Amazing in regard to support. Um, had a small team. And you know it's it's about improving mm. very much like what we did yeah. at footy. Teamwork. You start at a four square, and you, you got Mount Everest as being a pack and save. You do really well, and you can get there, you know, um, through their support and through what you do. So the only thing is, we went home. We decided to go home. Mm. Um, I've really struggled to find something that mm. gets me as excited as our our, mm. our sporting career. Um, it's a, it's a it's a real challenge, mate. Yeah. Um, I. Yeah, what I'm doing now, I'm I'm enjoying. I'm learning a lot. I'm doing health and safety, looking out for people. You know, communicating with people you love. You know, yep. you know I love talking. So uh, that's been good. But yeah, 
I don't know whether I need to be in footy. I don't know. It's really hard, mate, and it's probably... Yeah, it'd be great in a gig like this. Mm. Yeah. Because you can talk. <laughs> well, that, that, it'd only be me. <laughs> no one would get a chance to say anything. <laughs> Bryce, is that something you're passionate about? Like, a biggest thing I want to give away to, to current rugby players is when you finish, it is difficult. Juggling who you are as a person, the identity that you've lived, and lived for so long, and now you've got a transition. Yeah. Out. Is that something you'd like to pass on to the next generation? And yeah, I suppose the boys that don't have as long a career probably deal with it every day mm. when they're struggling to try and make a career out of it. So it probably isn't as hard for them, mm. even though at the time they feel as though they're not getting a go and really disappointed. For the guys who stay in it longer, like I was doing it 17 years straight out of school and, yeah. and you were there for a long time and you were mm. there for a long time. You, I think you've got to find a way, and I was GM of footy at the Dogs, find a way to try and get the boys to be doing stuff outside of footy. When I was mm. here in New Zealand, I was doing my NBA and doing things outside, and it's probably playing my best footy. I was yeah. really enjoying it. I don't know whether that's maturity or whatever it might have been, but I think it, they say that you study or anything like that, your career lasts longer and you play better uh, if you've got an outlet whether you're working. So I don't know whether there's a thing we might be able to have where sponsors or whatever can give you some gigs where you can get a bit of an experience doing this or doing that so that by the time you're finished, you've got a bit of an idea because it's almost like you're finishing school. Mm. I'll tell you what they should do is they should only pay you once a year. That way you have to go out and work every week to get an income coming in so you can look after your life. Then there's no choice. It was what happened when I played. Well, when you were to, playing, you got one payment a year, so yeah. you had to go out and work. Um, and it sort of give you, it did give you some life balance because mm. you were around normal people all the time, mate. Just talking, talking about um, you know team building stuff like that. You sat down at the Warriors training yesterday and you watched them. What, what, what do you make of their run this year? Oh, the thing that has always been a question mark over the Warriors is consistency, and I mm. think that's what Webby has done really well. Is there's a real calmness about him, and I think the players are enjoying it. He's obviously been here before, so he understands how the Warriors tick and particularly because mm. they are a unique model um, and unique players in the atmosphere. So I think he's done really well. I went to training. I like to sit and watch body language and listen to guys and loved what I saw. I was yeah. really excited what I saw and I could totally understand why they're having the success they're having. Yeah. So those boys, all they got to do is what they've been doing, mate. You know, mm. I, I really feel the Knights are sort of – Probably on the, they've won ten in a row. They've been up for ten weeks. Yeah. You know, and you talk about that too, too, because you went to that grand final in two thousand eleven, um, yeah. and the same thing sort of happened. When it was ten in a row, yeah. And then when you got to the grand final, you were out. Well, even oh eight, yeah. We won eight out of ten. Then we won, we beat Melbourne, and then we beat Roosters, and then we got to uh, Manly, and they'd had those couple of weeks rest, and they just absolutely give it to us because preparation, and they were able to, but. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that's what it is um, with the Knights, but they've got a pretty decent player in Kalen. Yeah, who, who <laughs> can can, play. he can play, mate. And um, but so are the Warriors, and that's what they got to back themselves on. You know, defend and just put yourself into a position where a Sean Johnson can have his opportunity, which is what's happened this year. Sean's played so well because his Ford's done a such such a great job, and they're so dynamic. They got good skill, they mm. play long minutes, good feet. Um, yeah. Geez, you were the hybrid for that, were you? Yeah, I don't know if I was as good as like a Fenua Blake and these guys. They're so good. Of course late you feet. were, mate. Offload, pre You're 80 minutes every day of the week. 
Yeah, I got angry at I when he take me off. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did it just to get me angry. Because <laughs> I wasn't angry much. Yeah, yeah, take, take him off and we'll put him back on the last 10 minutes. He'll be fired up. Yeah. Hey, uh, we had a text through from Simon on double eight double three. He said, as a Dogs fan, can you please ask Stephen what he thinks of his current side, we are, of the current side we are watching every week? And what do we need to do to bring back the glory days? Yeah, I think there's a, probably a couple of key positions that they're struggling with. Obviously, halfback and fullback is two positions where you look at every team who's in the final still, you know, chance and, you know... Um, I think Crichton plays full, fullback next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Do you, do you think he's a fullback? Oh, I think he can handle that easily. You look at a Joseph Manu, mm. his position's fullback, yeah. just mm. so he gets the time and space. And Joey, mm. he touches the ball 30 times in a game. I think that's what Stephen's got to do if he yeah. goes to fullback. But, yeah, those two key positions, I think, you know, getting Reed helps. In the middle, they're getting, they're getting burnt in the middle. So they need a dominant alpha male to come in who can play long minutes and be a, like a, a younger Jared Warrior Argoves or a Fenua Blake or someone like that. There's no one in the Dogs forward pack that's like that. And then, you know, your kick hours and that sort of thing can have some, some good time. So it's all about field position, mate. Warriors are going really good getting field position. Mm. Panthers, Broncos, they get out of trouble. They get down there and they put pressure on you relentlessly. And the Dogs, they can't compete at that at the moment. So... That's what they got to do, but there's none on the market. Yeah, well, that's the thing, eh? Is All it? those things that I've just been talking about aren't out there. Pricey, we ask many people out there to send their messages and, and questions for you. There's a ton coming through. We'll try our best to get through them all, but here's one. I don't have a question for Steve. Just wanted to say I, read, I brought and read your book, and you're a club legend, mate, for the doggies and the Warriors. Good luck for your next journey. And that is from Daniela. And here's another one quickly, uh, just on that 08. Morning question for Steve. Greatest role model for kids, tough and humble. How tough was it to watch the GF when the Bulldogs won? Also, legend JT was giving the ring to you. So glad he won with the Cowboys. That is from Rusty. Yeah, I think I think it put things in perspective. Obviously, I signed with the Warriors. I was coming here. It was my last game at the club. But when if I had been captain, played one, I wouldn't have really appreciated everyone that takes to be on that day and have that result. Yeah. Because I was one of those, you feel like a little bit of a, a Nigel. Like yeah. you're just hanging around the group. <laughs> and and that happens every year. Mm. It takes 30, 28, 24 guys yeah. in 27 rounds to win that day. And so that really put it in the, mm. into my mind of, wow, you know, I probably wouldn't have really appreciated that unless I experienced it myself. Um, it's It sucked to have to experience it. But, yeah, you go out as a group wanting to do that, to do it, it's incredible. So we got what we wanted. And John O was 19. He had no idea he's going to play in another grand final. To do that you know, shows what a what a great guy that he is. Mate, did they know what they were getting themselves into when they they asked Bruce if they could get you on a Treasure Island? Because you've done <laughs> you've climbed all the mountains. You know what I mean? As far as Origin goes, Australia. You know you've been to the you've been to the NRL <laughs> final. Like when you went in there, there's a target on your back right from the start. I reckon. Well, they. Everyone what, what, was, everyone was does it get really heated? Like, as well, a everyone TV was telling or? me that, and I thought, what have, what have I done wrong? <laughs> and they go, nothing. You're just, a, you're just a big unit. And I go, so it's not just about being a big unit. But who, who was the pest? The pest. 
Um, there, you know what? There wasn't actually any annoying, like we've had some. Like Izzy. I've got I reckon Matty Gibb is he's, a, he's relentless. He's like a little chihuahua. He just, <laughs> he just keeps on, you know. But it's not annoying. It's not annoying. Like you just want to give him a cuddle and you just sort of say, oh, this is awesome, mate. You know, real cool. And who was the, who was the most conniving? Ooh. Had to be a woman. Oh, jeez. Had to be. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, it had had to be one of the wahini out there. Do you know what? what, I reckon sit, like, strap in, enjoy the ride, (laughs) and I reckon (laughs) you and I are going to be really seeing some stuff that, okay, ooh, okay. Because, you know, I know through what I was in doing, and then there's stuff that everyone obviously gets to say that completely changes what's happening that you don't realise, you know, so I'm looking forward to that. What was, the, what was the prize? What's that? First prize. First prize. Um, that's a lot of money. Stop <laughs> digging, <laughs> so you investigative <laughs> journals. Yeah. Celebrity Treasure Island, you can catch it on uh, TVNZ from uh, Monday night and it's Tuesday, Wednesday nights as well from 7.30, uh, TV2 that is, TVNZ2, uh, and Steve Price will be on there, of course, Celebrity Treasure Island. There are 18 of you on there. Steve. Yeah. Before we let you go, mate, you can have one of them round for a barbie. Who are you picking? Out of who? Out of the out of the contestants. I thought you could say out of us two. No, oh, no, not out of you two. <laughs> I know, I know it'd be you. He's already sick of kidding. A hell of a barbie if you win, <laughs> mate. I I wouldn't be able to narrow it down. You know, you got four comedians. Mm. That'd be a start. Like as my party, I'd have to have some entertainment, and they're bloody good entertainers. Uh, tummy outstanding, mate. I was just. Lying under the stars, just in his ear, just talking about oh, his man. life, and mm. then he told me about the movie. And I'm away, you know, I'm flying home, watching the movie. Just everything's going on. I'm like, mate, this is just incredible. Just to spend time with that guy was incredible. Yeah, some of the things like I'm, yeah. I walk in and I don't actually know what to expect, and that was just next level, mate. Pricey, thanks very much for your time, brother. Yeah, um, thank you, Pricey. Looking forward to Celebrity Treasure Island on TV and Z2 from Monday night at 7.30. Plays Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday night. Go well, mate. You, you, you let the cat out of the bag a little bit later and maybe you'll have a word to Kempe because um, he's going to keep digging, mate. He'll be, he'll be on you. He'll be the pest. He'll be the one that's in your ear, bro. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the Warriors tomorrow night, eh? Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Uh, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.